Hello, and welcome to this episode of Special Advising, No Parent Left Behind. I'm your host, Mark Ingracia, and I have over 34 years of experience as a classroom teacher, parent coach, and advocate. This is a podcast for parents and caregivers of children along the spectrum of disabilities, but welcomes everyone interested in learning about topics from the world of exceptional needs, educational services, health and wellness, fitness, nutrition for you and your child, and more. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you like the show, please subscribe, like, comment, and tell your friends. Today I'll be speaking about the role of play when it comes to learning the skills, turn-taking, and sharing. These can be two very challenging areas for toddlers and little ones to grasp and accept. I'll discuss some strategies that can help you over the hump in shaping a stellar social skills superstar. After that, stay tuned for a tip of the cap, your exceptional needs parenting tip, followed by your good news community share. And don't forget to check out the resource page of my website, specialadvising.com, for information that's important to you. So now, let's listen in turn and share with each other another win. For a small child, there's no division between playing and learning, between the things he or she does just for fun and the things that are educational. The child learns while living, and any part of living that is enjoyable is also play. Penelope Leach Play is a child's job. It's their first form of schooling. It's their workplace. When they play, they are experiencing and learning about every aspect of human relations needs, wants, and awareness of themselves, empathy, compassion, sympathy, turn-taking, sharing, fairness, and cooperation. Babysparks.com puts it this way, The importance of play in early childhood education cannot be underestimated because learning through play is essential to a child's growth. An environment enriched with play, sensory play, and play toys provide the perfect life experiences as building blocks. Lack of play will cause the neuron connections related to play to be lost. Neuroscientists discovered that enrichment such as toys, games, and playing can alter a brain's chemistry and the child's development. The brain area associated with higher cognitive processing, the cerebral cortex, can benefit from environmental enrichment and children's play more than other parts of the brain. Teaching a child to take turns and share is not easy, and asks you, the parent and caregiver, for a great amount of patience as the skills develop. We all want our children to be seen as cooperative. Any lack of sharing or tantruming when a child doesn't get their turn can leave a parent feeling several things, including embarrassment and guilt. It's really fascinating witnessing these little people go about discovering themselves relative to others in the world and discovering others in the world relative to themselves. The toddler stage is such a selfish stage and That's not inherently bad for good reason. Babysparks.com reports on this apparent fact saying that sharing is hard for toddlers because it involves thinking about someone else's feelings, wants, and needs, and they haven't developed the ability to do that yet. Self-centeredness in toddlerhood is a normal part of development and not a reflection of parenting or caregiving. So for you parents who are self-conscious when your child takes a toy from another child or refuses to hand a toy they are playing with to another toddler, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad that your child hasn't achieved these milestones. Don't feel guilty or self-conscious. Look at this as normal because it is. Selfishness at this stage is what is expected. 
Year end of the responsibility comes with creating the proper environment for your child to learn. And that involves play, solitary, parent involved, and group, both structured and unstructured. These two types of play are important for a child's well-being and growth. A healthy, balanced play diet will have an equal focus on helping a child develop logical, structured, and creative thinking skills, unstructured. A study from the National Library of Medicine states that in young children, sharing takes a number of forms, including attention sharing, emotion sharing, information sharing, and resource sharing. These forms of attention sharing are what kids desire from their parents. Naturally, the child is thinking only of themselves. So what can you do? Sharing and turn-taking go together because they both involve thinking about others. And while in the early stages of development, this is not the fault of anyone but nature, it becomes the responsibility of parents and teachers to guide these skills first and foremost through modeling. And what better time for this than when we play with our kids? Practice sharing with your child at home and make it fun. Put them in social situations with other children and let them play. Specifically, pretend play allows the child to act out real-life matters in fun and interactive ways. Raisingchildren.net.au says, Play gives children different sensory, physical, and cognitive experiences. Experiences build connections in the brain, which help children develop physically, cognitively, socially, and emotionally. It's important for children to have plenty of different types of play experiences. Play also helps your child build confidence, feel loved, happy, and safe, understand more about how the world works, develop social skills, language, and communication, learn about caring for others in the environment, and develop physical skills. nidirect.gov.uk adds that it's important parents give their children time, freedom, and choice to play. If an adult makes all the decisions about how, what, and when their child plays, the child won't enjoy their play experiences. Structured play is goal-oriented, and it's with this kind of play that you can help guide and direct the process with built-in reminders such as rules for games, teammates to assist and model, and positive feedback with reminders. Structured play can focus direct attention on the teaching of how to share and take turns. I run a toddler group these days, and in the past I've run groups for two- and three-year-olds, and the struggle for some when it comes to sharing and turn-taking shows up amongst all of these ages. It's possible that certain delays may be interfering with the learning of certain social skills, a communication delay being one, for example. But give it time when your child is still very young to see if the group experience positively impacts a perceived delay. In my group, we have both structured and unstructured play periods, but this is the age where we don't want to put pressure on children to behave certain ways. The unstructured play is particularly important in these toddler years because it helps to develop imagination. I'm seeing the evolution of human beings before my eyes as I witness the children observing one another and making connections one-to-one. -one. I have a terrific model for sharing in one little person who, while the others are figuring it out, continues to share and take turns, which gives us the opportunity to draw attention to it so the other toddlers can see that the behavior makes everyone happy with the hope that they'll figure out the connection. In the meantime, keep encouraging and setting up scenarios where these skills are the goals. Here are a few tips for teaching toddlers how to share. Nurture the building blocks of sharing. Encourage empathy, turn-taking, fairness, and cooperation. Don't force it. They're simply not developmentally ready for sharing yet, 
So don't force them or scold them when they don't share. Gently guide them. For one-year-olds, try using distraction and redirection during sharing spats. For two-year-olds, get down on their level, empathize, and try to calmly offer possible solutions. Respect favorite possessions. During playdates, put favorite toys or stuffed animals away to avoid meltdowns. I want to thank Baby Sparks for that list. For reference, here are some age benchmarks for sharing and turn-taking to loosely follow, again considering your individual child. Toddlers, your two-year-old probably doesn't understand sharing. Preschoolers, by age three, many children are beginning to understand about turn-taking and sharing. School-aged children, at four, children start becoming capable of taking on someone else's point of view. By the time most children start school, they're beginning to understand that other people have feelings too. This means they're more likely to share and take turns, although it might still be hard for them to share a favorite toy or game. Parentingforbrain.com states, Self-regulation is one of the most important skills of school readiness. Well-regulated children can wait for a turn, resist the temptation to grab objects from other children, control negative emotions, and persist through challenging activities. In a New Zealand study, psychologists examined how children handled negative events during pretend plays. They found that children who had more pretend plays with their caregivers were better at regulating their emotions to continue playing. But what about neurodiverse children? Difficulties with self-regulation are more common among children with neurodevelopmental disorders, conditions like learning disabilities and, and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, impact brain development. In addition to modeling, I strongly recommend to use social stories, also known as social narratives, to help encourage sharing and taking turns. Whenever possible, I like to use the child's picture and the picture of familiar faces to help them relate to their world. Taking pictures of them playing with others in structured and unstructured situations will help them to see the carryover and importance of skills during all types of play. Reading the story prior to playing is a wonderful way to prepare your child for future peer interactions. With anything, prior knowledge informs, reduces stresses, and equips your child with the tools of prior exposure to the concept through pictures and words. In a neurotypical child, the idea of using a timer may not be necessary, but I've recommended and used timers in order to allow each of my students and clients on the spectrum, those with ADHD or learning deficits, an opportunity to play with a toy or object before having to turn take with another child. If your child is having a real hard time and behaviors are interfering with the ability to internalize these skills in order to produce them at appropriate times, then a behavior reward system can be set up. Quoting foothillsacademy.org, children with learning disabilities and or ADHD need more patience and support as they struggle with self-regulation, sensory, language, processing, executive functioning, and or other challenges. But no matter how you approach engendering these concepts in your child, always remember to praise them when they have been successful sharing and taking turns. I like this quote from Betsy Mann, an Ottawa-based parent educator. She says, instead of vague phrases like, you're such a good boy, Mann suggests you say something like, did you see the smile on Bobby's face when you gave him the truck? He really liked it. Says Mann, that draws his attention to concrete details of what he did. It's a primal thing to want for ourselves, to look after number one. 
No one can expect a toddler to know any different or have any comprehension of empathy for another. They are learning 24 hours each day about who they are in their world and in the world of social engagement. So it's important for us as adults to expose them to playing with others and allow the space for learning to happen without the pressures of doing something that they're not equipped to do, which is being aware of others' feelings. It's always important here to remember that all kids develop at their own pace. So let them go and meet them where they are. It's time now for a tip of the cap, your exceptional needs parenting tip. Today's tip comes from todaysparent.com. Playing make-believe. Again, Betsy Mann, the Ottawa-based parent educator, recommends cooperative games that don't involve a single winner for children three years old and up. While competition isn't bad, Mann says, it isn't appropriate for preschoolers. Experts don't recommend competitive play till a child is about eight years old. Today's Good News Community Share comes from DisabilityScoop.com entitled, Biden Budget Seeks Added Spending on Special Ed Disability Programs, by Michelle Diamant. President Joe Biden is calling for major investments in special education, home and community-based services, and other programs that people with disabilities rely on. Biden is seeking a $16.8 billion, a $2.1 billion increase, in spending on special education services for students with disabilities in pre-K through high school. He also wants an extra $392 million for early intervention for infants and toddlers, and an added $150 million to recruit and retain special educators. In addition, the budget proposal continues Biden's push to invest in Medicaid home and community-based services to the tune of $150 billion over the next decade. The funding would allow individuals with disabilities to remain in their homes and stay active in their communities as well as improve the quality of jobs for home care workers and support family caregivers, the plan indicates. Biden also wants to create a national program providing up to 12 weeks of paid family and medical leave for workers, a move that advocates say would be a boon to families of those with developmental disabilities. want to thank you again for listening to this episode, and I hope you'll join me each week to hear about topics new to you or close to your heart. I hope this podcast might inspire you to face your days more confidently, stirring a greater sense of self-love, mindfulness, and outpouring of goodness and positive role modeling for your children, while remembering to attend to the areas of your own mental, physical, and if you're inclined, spiritual health, enabling you to be all you hope to be for them. All music heard on today's show comes from Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Special Ed Rising, and on my website, specialedrising.com. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. You can contact me directly with questions, comments, or if you're interested in parent coaching through my email, specialedrising at gmail.com, or my contact pages on Facebook or my website. If you'd like to share some of your success stories with the audience, please send them to my email. Let's show the world what's possible. 
Also, let me know if there's anything you'd like to learn more about. And until next time, peace and keep rising.